Welcome back, everybody, to the Bear of Kings podcast. Um, as always, I'm Saul, one of your hosts. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined this week by my wonderful co-host. I'm Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at, at underscore Smithstagram. And welcome. Uh, so it is Thursday. We're now releasing on Thursdays. Um, I've just been befuddled by f- trying to figure out who played Jerry Seinfeld on titular show Seinfeld. But... How are you, Michael? How is your your week? How is your weekend? We're recording this on a Friday, so I guess how will your weekend be? Uh, I my my previous weekend doesn't feel like it's ended yet. We had a four day weekend at my work, and then I did just, you get Monday and Tuesday or Friday and Monday? Friday and Monday. Okay, cool. And then because of that, I just um, spent the last like three days pretending that I was trying to learn how to work again and not actually doing anything. So. Uh, I I'm I feel like I'm still weekend mode. How are you? I'm good. I I'm demoralized. I, I've told you this, but I keep applying to jobs or like calling. You know, like the point of contact. You know, like the person who's like listed on the website as this is who you should call if you're interested in this job. Mm-hmm. And they do like the classic like, oh yeah, just send me your cover letter and resume. Like I'll pass it along, and then like air radio silence. Yep. And it's just annoying. And it feels disrespectful, and it feels shitty. But I've done more digging, and I found this company's like HR head. Yes. So I'm just gonna call him directly and be like, "Hey, the other guy told me I should talk to you." And if I get caught in the lie, then like, I think that's how you're supposed to get a job. I think lying is the key to success. <laughs> Always. So our past two episodes, we just advocated for lying. Yeah, I think that's the new. We're not a fashion. Major key. <laughs> not a fashion podcast. We're a lying podcast now. That's very fair. What the dog doing? Yeah, we also got a we soundboard, s- which is a mistake. Um, a big mistake. But what can you do? They've given us too much power. We're back in 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 person studio, which is pretty great. Um, oh yeah, Michael is is fixing my mic as it's dangling in front of me. But ah, uh, fit check. Sure. Um, so I've got these Momotaro jeans, canvas sneakers. I, I've stopped wearing the Cook Birkenstocks because they were giving me knee problems. I, they've got like like oh yeah reverse incline. Yeah, because the back of the shoe is completely worn away, so I get like no heel support. So I just like slam into the ground, and I was like, oh, that's weird that my knee is hurting me now. Like I've never had knee pain in my life. Um, Birkenstocks but, do that to me when they're fresh. Re- oh yeah, because they're so like hard. And they just like they I don't I don't know I think I walk too um, frantically for Birkenstocks. <laughs> Did you get the Rick Burks at any point? I got two pairs. Okay. Did you like them? Yeah, I mean, I I own both of them. They're like you know, I I bought them for about the cost of normal Birkenstocks. Like they were both like a hundred dollars. Aren't normal Burks like sixty? I don't know, man. I can't read. I thought leather ones were like. Oh, the Arizonas are sixty. The ones I have, but I'm sure. Yeah, it looks like they're more expensive ones. Yeah, one twenty-five, one ten, depending yeah. on which one you get. Oh, makes so sense. I paid a little less than that for some of the pairs I have. Cool. I, they're my like going to the like going to the park shoes or like a beach shoes, whatever. Yeah, I found that they're sort of shitty beach shoes because everything just gets into the footbed and it's impossible to get out on like a cursory kick of the leg. Um, I don't know. It's just so rough. I hate it. But uh, I have a pair of socks from our friend Cole at Hot Product Studios. They have like the Gucci, or uh, sorry, the Louis Vuitton monogram without the LV on them, which I think is funny. So um, going up, I have a pair of Levi's from the 70s. Uh, they're red lines. 
they're sort of beat to shit, but I enjoy them. They're I, I, I okay. So earlier this year, I put on a bunch of weight because I was trying to bulk, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna sell all of my clothes that only fit me when I was skinny because they make me feel bad when I put them on. So then I sold them all. And then I lost a bunch of weight because I haven't been able to go to the gym in like two months and I've been traveling and like stressed. So I haven't been eating a lot. And so now all of my jeans are way too big on me and it makes me feel bad. So there's no winning. I'm miserable. I hate my body. Uh, just kidding, but not really. Um, but yeah, no, these are huge on me. And then I have a another Tekken t-shirt. This is from, uh, I think Tekken 3, but it's... Uh, Death by Degrees. It has like Nina Williams on it, who's decent. I don't main her. I like Lily more, but Nina's cool. Um, and then I have a big oversized shirt from some brand called Taiga um, with like a samurai and a big like snake behind him. Michael is wearing a much more advanced version of the shirt. Mine is a 2XL and it's smaller than his, which is a small. I'll let him tell you about it. But yeah, we agreed we'd match, I guess, Hawaiian shirts with dragons on them. It's something like that. Yeah. There you go. What's, let me see this Tekken graphic. I can't. It's oh, back. yeah, it's on the back. Um, hold on. Oh hell yeah! That's yeah. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, today I am wearing. Uh, we uh, we unfortunately went full Balenciaga today. Unfortunately. Yeah. Everything I do is unfortunate. Wait, do you not wear an undershirt underneath that? No, I like I like letting the letting the titties out. But what if you sweat? No part of my body is really touching this shirt. Okay. I guess I always wear a backpack, so like the back of my shirt's always a bit of a liability. So I am wearing uh, outdoor rim derbies, which are like uh, dress shoes for off-roading. Major key. I <laughs> Thank you. I have uh, some boot-cut jeans. Major key. That I've like stepped on until they're really flared. Major key. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, my... My standard um, rhinestone Balenciaga belt. Major key. And uh, the world's largest button-up shirt. Major key. Uh, it is... Major key. It's probably like six feet around. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, it's short sleeve. No, it's definitely more than six feet around. You think so? Yeah. I mean, it looks like it's about four feet wide because normal chest width is what, like uh, 30 inches on a, on yeah. a cam collar? It's at least twice that. I mean, I could fit in there yeah, we side by side with Michael. It's a short sleeve shirt, but the, like, quote unquote short sleeve, <laughs> but the short sleeves go down to, like, a couple inches above my wrist. If you're friends with Jacob, I want to see how Jacob fits into one of those. Uh, like, uh, like Etchy big chat. muscle Jacob. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if he got one of these. Oh, did he go to the sale? No, but he okay. was like, you know, we've all got friends. I don't think he did. Would be really funny to see him in that. Also, he, um, we should, we should hang out with him. Yeah, yeah. I'd be down. We should do that. He's definitely around. Um, what was I gonna say? But you went to the Balenciaga private sale that happened. <laughs> Was it Monday? Yeah, Monday to yesterday. Okay, let's let's hear about it because I heard it was a madhouse. It was a little fucked up. Um, I don't <laughs> don't know if I'm like. I mean, I guess everybody knows about it at this point, right? Yeah. Um, I feel weird like talking about this. Like, if you weren't invited, you're a fucking loser. Yeah, like I hate <laughs> I hate that like weird kind of flex thing. Um, 
I think it's less like I want to hear about it less of a like this thing that I didn't get invited to and more of like a what animal instincts do people revert to when pants are 90% off and bags are 90% off? Oh man, it's kind of terrible. Like it's anxiety inducing. Um, you, <laughs> you have texted to wait. me, I blacked out. <laughs> you have to wait in line for like four hours roughly to like get in before everything gets taken. Um, and like people were fighting. Like I for sure saw people get kicked out because they were fighting. I told the girls were earlier. fighting. Oh god! Yeah, they were like fighting over handbags. It's always it's never the fashion kids. It's always the um, always the like middle aged moms who are there for handbags that are the the like they're like trying to like inch around you in line and like trying to like snatch things out of bags and shit. Terrible. Ugh. But yeah, now I have a bunch of really stupid clothes to to wear around for the summer. Yeah, like a giant dragon shirt. Giant dragon shirt is cool. Yeah. If it weren't for that, I uh, that sort of event, I probably would not have ever gotten into Balenciaga. Is that like what? What? When I should say was the first event that you went to? Like a year and a half ago. Okay. What did you end up picking up? That's where I got these jeans okay. and like a coat and a hoodie and the shirt that's attached to another shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like yeah, I, yeah. I sort of was just like testing the waters because it's like, you know, cheap enough that if I don't want it, I can get rid of it for the same price. And I like... A lot more than the same price, right? I mean... Yeah, but I probably wouldn't. I would like... Because all of my friends love that shit. And so if I if I buy anything from these and I like... It doesn't agree with me, I will just like throw it out there and see if any of my friends want it because i feel definitely, like they... definitely a better man than most <laughs> <laughs> i've seen so much balenciaga stuff go up on grail in like the past two days and it's like i know yeah. where you got this you didn't pay 890 dollars for this no like it's it's crazy some of the stuff has just gotten like i i feel like people are listing it for more like speed hunters <laughs> one day ago 750 dollars like a college tee, three hundred and fifty. The padded flannel for twenty two hundred. Is that Kendrick's actually? Because I've seen those pop up, and I want one. No, I don't even think that was at the sale. I think uh, there's also just like those are really cool though. I want one badly. Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. Balenciaga is is unattainable to me right now in its current form, considering I have no disposable income for yeah any clothes. I guess that's the way that you get yourself to stop buying new things. Just go broke. Major key. Major key. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't know. I I bought like one outfit. I I think the problem was that I always liked Balenciaga. Yeah. Just I've always liked a lot of other brands, but um, it costs like you can't buy like a gigantic dragon button-up shirt and wear it with like, like, Rick like <clears throat> joggers and and. I feel like you could something like in my head the the silhouettes work together yeah that's probably like a bad example i feel like the weird button-up like office shirts don't yeah. look that good with like goth pants yeah that makes sense um maybe i'm close-minded but <laughs> it's always like stuff that i liked but you can't you need a full outfit i think rick has gone too far where people are buying it because they see it on tiktok or instagram and not 
considering what it looks like on their body. Because I saw a guy in the the pusher pants that have like the, I have no other word for it, but like the fish flare on the side. Yeah. So it's like the normal pants and then they, they come out like another six, yeah, seven the, inches. the Babel runway ones. Yeah. And he was wearing them. He was like a shorter guy, shorter legs, was wearing like a, I don't know quite how to explain it, but like a long-ish top that was also like not cut for his body. And the pants were like, eight inches too long, not yet frayed. He was, like, visibly tripping every five or six steps, and the outfit didn't look good. And I was like, okay, like, break them in, great. But I don't know. Like, the the vibe was like, I know what these are, and these are cool because I know what they are, not Mm -hmm. they look cool in the context of the outfit, and therefore they – I don't know. Baby steps. He'll probably – I think you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. And and I have I have faith in this man that he will be um absolutely flexing on all of us in like 2 years. I have hope. I think you with, don't want to see my first Rick outfit. Oh, I think with Rick outfits you need to have other Rick, sort of like Balenciaga, where it's sort of hard to mix. Mm-hmm. Um what was I going to say? There are just so or there is so much like I don't know. I, I cursory glanced at, uh, what was it, quality reps the other day? Because I made a joke to Michael and I was like, I wonder what that community is up to. Um, <laughs> fit pick, wearing Ricks to the gym, weakest Rick fan, and they're Ramones. They're fake Ramones. They're fake Ramones. But like, it's crazy. There's so much. It's, a, it's still all footwear, which is really like kind of confusing. The footwear is is... The moneymaker for Rick, and also, I think, by that merit, the moneymaker for um, rep companies. I guess that makes sense. But my point is, like, I've had enough, you know, like, I wore rep shoes for a little while, and they destroyed my legs. And I can't imagine wearing something like Balenciaga, which inherently doesn't seem super comfortable, and then wearing reps, which aren't super well well built, is just going to destroy your legs, right? I mean... Yes, I've. I don't know. <laughs> There's a chance the reps are more comfortable than the real ones. That's it's true. really hard to say. Um, I don't think I. A lot of the shoes I, because I'm mostly like a boots guy. Okay. And those don't get repped as often. I think it's mostly sneakers. No. A lot of boots Damn. getting getting faked. I just looked at the 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 trooper boots. Oh, the rubber ones. Yeah. Yeah. But they also have the what are they the strike boots and somebody who's faking defenders which weird that's kind of crazy to me but it's just such a weird community they also get so angry like so quickly yes they they're really uh, sensitive yeah to like talking shit about reps I posted a joke on TikTok that was like would you rather have Rep Hall's son or Sheen Hall daughter and somebody's yeah. like well I'm not supporting slavery by buying reps I was like. Who do you think makes your reps? Yeah. They're like, the quality is the same. It's made in the same. Like It's not made in the same factory. No. And I responded, and I was like, you are aware that maybe, like, you could make the argument that, like, Nike and Adidas, you know, like, yeah. made in similar factory conditions. But, like, not to, uh, what, like, die for a high fashion brand, but I feel like their working conditions are generally better if you're not getting, like, cotton t-shirts. Rick's factory is is his own. Yeah. And I, I imagine Balenciaga is the same way, right? 
I think, well, so I think Rick might outsource some shit like shoes. Yeah. But I, they don't, you know, it's still like, it's not the same as like whatever, like sketchy. Yeah. And I've done so Nikes. much research into the sustainability of reps because people are like, oh, like they're, they're not worse for the environment. Like, you know, whatever. So I, I just want to make this point that part of what keeps larger clothing manufacturers like Nike and Adidas and, and, and Rick Owens and Balenciaga beholden to, I'd say, higher standards are the fact that they have to report and are under scrutiny for, I guess, like their, their chemical runoff and things like that. Like they're responsible for it. Major key. Yeah. And rep factories aren't because they're not, quote unquote, like selling to that same audience. But they're not responsible for getting rid of their chemicals in a, in a responsible way or, or, you know, they just can dump them into rivers and, like, that's, you know, the way that things go and they can do it. And so it's much worse for the environment. And they also use a lot more energy um, and the labor conditions for workers are terrible. So if you're making the argument that they're the same for the environment, they're not. You could probably make the, the argument that, like, high fashion clothes shouldn't cost as much as they do. But again, I feel like if you're savvy, you can find decent deals. Like, I don't know, rep pants. I, I, let's see how much. Uh, give me an example of like a Balenciaga item uh, that somebody would want. Somebody like, I, I mean, just like a, I don't know, like Speed Hunters hoodie. Speed no, because that one people tax on. Yeah, they do. Um, um don't know. I mean, I, I'll just look up Balenciaga. It's fine. On the rep. Uh, Defender. Okay, so the Defenders, which I've seen going for like five hundred, six maybe. Uh, these are going for. So that's eight yeah, two U.S. dollars. Eight fifty-eight U.N., which is one thirty. By the time you get into the U.S., you've paid one eighty, one ninety. I mean, you're making, you're still saving money. Yeah, but like, it depends. Those okay. are also a new season thing, and I think a lot of patients you can like, like I don't own any Balenciaga that's like from the last two years. Yeah, um, like I almost own Balenciaga that's from the last two years. I've told Michael this story like twenty five times. It was ninety dollars. Uh, it was miss. Yeah, so I found this Balenciaga fleece that was mistagged for for ninety dollars. Um, and I took it up to the, the counter to buy it. And the woman was like, oh, wow, like, this is so cool. Like, where'd you find this? And I was like, oh, it was on the sale rack. She was like, oh, wow. Um, you know, and like pulled out the tag. She was like, oh, wait, the brands don't match. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like $90. Like, can I have it for $90? She was like, no, let me look it up in our system. She like pulls it open. She's like, yeah, this is $700. And I was like, but the tag says 90. And then I went home. My mom was like, technically, they have to honor whatever tag is on it. I think that's made up. You know, you have know. to tell me if you're a cop, right? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It was cool. I don't know. I, I am astounded how big all the Balenciaga stuff is. I tried on a, a large for the pants, which I'm, I don't know, can fit into a large. Um, and like could not keep them up over my ankles and then I switched to a medium and it was still like I had a ton of wiggle room it, it's really I mean generally it 
airs on the side of uh, being way too large. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wearing a pair of shoes that is like two sizes too small for my feet, <laughs> and I've got a little toe room. Okay. Um, this shirt is a small. Yeah. Um, I will say the one thing. So again, like I had bought like reps of like designer jeans back in the day, and the thing that I always noted was like oh like these feel so like thin like oh the reels must be sort of shitty right but i tried out the balenciaga denim it's like nice denim like it's really nice yeah yeah i was like pretty surprised i was under the impression that it, you know like you just pay for the name and like the cool cut but i was like genuinely like oh wow like this is some pretty cool like well-made denim the, would i pay thirteen hundred dollars for it no but yeah no <laughs> the skinny the skinny jeans with the rips that all the like um like Euro fashion influencers wear with triple S. Oh yeah, the ATLians. The what? You've never ATLian? So people from Atlanta, ATL. Yeah, yeah. Well, ATLians is a is a Outcast album. Yeah, yeah, no, no, but they just call it like the ATLian like outfit, uh, like the little baby gunna. Uh, it's like the Speed Hunter shirt, really, really tight jeans, and then like gigantic shoes. Yeah. That outfit, I'm mostly thinking of like, uh, I don't know, like Euroboy, like yeah, like Chav ish. Because I'm not gonna lie, like if you if you did this now, I'd kind of think it was sick. Yeah. So, but those <laughs> jeans are um, made of like bad denim. Yeah, I don't like those. But the the like the looser cuts are always like relatively thick. Like, they call it, they say Japanese denim. I don't really know what they, like, it came from Japan. I don't really, it's not like, it's not like fancy raw selvage, whatever. But um, it's nice stuff. Yeah. We went to Selfedge the other week, day, I don't know. But you showed me the, I, I didn't know, but Rick sources his denim there. Not specific, or no. Like, technically um, collaborates with them. It's like, I don't a, know the verbiage. I don't know how much of that I'm allowed to talk about. Okay. Um, All right, they have Rick Denim in the store. Maybe just leave it at that. Yeah, they okay. they carry Rick jeans. Um, and there is one, there's a couple models and a couple denim treatments that are exclusive to Selfedge. Okay. Um, because they helped with the development of those. Sure. Um, and there's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's interesting. They have the, like, because most of the Rick Denim is, like, black and then waxed yeah for the like the raw stuff the made in japan stuff the the self-edge one is a little more of a like workwear type thing where they make um black jeans they make black jeans no they make blue jeans and then they they dip dye them in black yeah so they, they garment dye them black and you get like like over dyed jeans that fade to I could be getting my colors mixed up. It might be black over dyed blue. They have a very blue cast to them. Okay. Um, and they're really cool. They'll they're you know they'll fade more interesting. I guess it's it's a thing that I would have been super obsessed with like a decade ago. Yeah. Oh, but my point was they had these gigantic like boot cut. Do you know that what was the Geth cut? jeans? Geth. Yeah. They're super cool and they're selvage and they're colossal. Which I don't know. I feel like getting selvage denim in anything other than like slim straight or vaguely boot cut is really hard. Yes, it is. It's so hard. I hate I hate slim tapered selvage denim. I hate tapered denim so much. Yeah. I mean I don't, but 
it just looks weird on me because I have I have bigger thighs and then I also have calves. And so if I have it, they like grope my ankles and I just look like a toothpick. It's terrible. Yeah. I hate cropped jeans. I hate like, uh, what do you like? I like cropped jeans when they're wide enough. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, but not too wide. It's a fine line. Mm. I need to. Um, I do. I do really want. I love. I love those gigantic uh, raw denim jeans. I have, How much are they? Uh, probably like seven hundred. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's funny to me, actually, kind of that those are uh, not so much now that I've like talked to them, but like those being sold at at Self Edge is like a bit of a hard sell for their customer. Oh yeah, I mean, I feel like if you go in expecting salvage denim, you don't want to pay anything more than what, like two sixty even at the mm, higher end. No, Self Edge is like Self Edge is one of the only. They're one of like two stores here that stocks the like, um, like hardcore Japanese brands. Like they've got like Ironheart and Blue Ironheart and Green didn't and... go above two seventy five though, does it? They get up to like five hundred. Really? Yeah. Maybe I just ignored it because they're so expensive, but it's that's also crazy. Like, it's also like part of it is you're probably pretty adept at proxying from Japan yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, when you import that stuff, all of the American-based companies have to charge a little more. Oh, uh, I guess that makes sense. Um, oh, God, yeah. On the U.S. website, they're all like 365, but I swear I've seen them for like... Um, I have never, for what it's worth. Let me look this up. Ironheart's expensive. Yeah. It's a good brand. Ugh. I'm still happy that I ran into Selvage Denim on accident and not through like the, the Reddit men's fashion, because I think my, oh, my yeah. fashion sense would have gone much differently. Yeah. Um, I also f- I found some random forum by accident when I was like a junior in high school. Yeah. The rest is history. Um, yeah, they are cheaper coming from japan but not by much pure blue japan's also gotten everything's gotten more expensive what the fuck yeah i guess prices have just gone up as well all right well fair enough yeah damn there also i remember even when i was like you know in 2012 when i was Mm -hmm. really into a lot of this stuff um there were 800 dollars pairs of momotaros yeah but those were like the super limited run like hand dyed yeah whatever yeah um, yeah. So it, it is a funny sell when you're like... <laughs> I'm going to get repped salvage denim. <laughs> yeah, honestly, probably exists. <laughs> Let me look this up. Well, you can get salvage denim everywhere now. Like, you can go to, like, Uniqlo and get... Is it actual salvage? Do they just sort of... I mean, of... it is actual salvage. Yeah, but, like... It's not, like... It's not, like, artisanal shuttle loom. Yeah. It's just, like... Tight weave. Yeah, they just made weave. it like salvage. <laughs> Mass produced. Jesus Christ. People are repping a Visu denim. No <laughs> Go to way. a thrift store. <laughs> Go to a fucking thrift store. Stop. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh my God. Just go to a thrift store. Nobody wants a Visu. Is that, is that, is that cool again? Yeah, a Visu cool. is cool again. Nice. Yeah. Finally. My mom called them the McDonald's jeans. I remember I like was considering a pair, and she was like, "If you buy those, I'm not letting you wear them." Mom. Yeah. 
It's cool. All the cool kids are doing it. Yeah. I do have, I have all of my, uh, all of my raw jeans uh, at my parents' house. Mm. Um, like all of the like award-winning fades. So with those fade contests, how would you do it? Would you just wear them every day for a year and like that's it? Or would you do anything special to like accelerate the fade? No, I wasn't really doing anything that I wouldn't already be doing. Yeah. One of them was like not even like a, a fade contest. One was just like I wore them and then someone like liked it enough to to be like, oh, you, here's, a, here's a, a reward. Um, Damn. And then another one was like an actual contest. And towards the end, I destroyed them so much, I just started wearing them to do um, construction. And like, I was pouring concrete that summer. <laughs> okay. So I was just like pouring a lot of concrete wearing these jeans. As you do. I uh, I was wearing salvage denim when I was working on farms in Australia. Hell yeah. And it was like, I don't know, fades were going well. And then I somewhat naively was just like, yeah, I'm just going to like hop a uh, barbed wire fence. And you ripped them? Oh, I just went straight over and like tore it from like dick to mid thigh. That's cool. I no, like I couldn't wear them anymore, and I didn't have like needle and thread to patch it. I was in like middle of nowhere, like no sewing machine, like whatever. And so uh, I went back that night and I had them, and I was like, all right, like fades are cool, they're busted, but I'm gonna have to carry these now for another month and a half to like get them fixed. Is it worth it? And I was like, I don't know. So I just kept them with me. I brought them back. And <laughs> I completely forgot about this. I had them in a Ziploc bag um, just because they were, like, oh, from no. farm work and they kind of smelled like shit. But I opened the bag and I was like, yeah, no. Like, these are these are beyond saving. Like, they yeah. smelled terrible. You grew something in there, man. Oh, yeah. No, it was <laughs> fucking disgusting. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just, like, bit the bullet and threw them out. Oh. Yeah. I'd also beat those jeans to shit. I think I'd throw them in the washing machine, like, once or twice. Yeah. Which, I don't know, it wouldn't destroy them, but I'm sure that the guys at Self-Edge just cringed in involuntarily. No, the, the Self-Edge crew is like a, like a wash-your-pants kind of kind of gang. Yeah. You're, you're allowed to... It's like... the They're more of a like natural wear thing than like a avoid washing your pants until they look like uh, buckle jeans. <laughs> yeah. So. Ugh. But what are you going to do? Nothing. Yeah. I have a question. Do you think that people... Because I was thinking about this when I was at the store trying on Balenciaga stuff, and I was like, this is cool. It's $1,300. Hmm. At what point can Balenciaga charge whatever they want because the people who are going to buy it will just pay whatever they're asking? And at what point is that price like a... You know, how do you think they settle on like $1,300 for a pair of pants? I think the thing is probably that some of the stuff they make requires that much in like production costs not like 1300 but you know like natural industry markup of like three times or whatever sure they're probably for some items they are spending that much especially if you factor in like paying a whole design team and their giant marketing budget and you like split all that up other shit I don't think has to be that price, but if you're like, um, if you're like a, <laughs> um, I think if you're selling like 
$2,000 shoes, you can't make your socks $10. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. But not not that I agree with this. Like, I think it's kind of silly, but like, you know, they're not spending that much money on the on making like socks and underwear and like basic t-shirts and all over print sweaters and whatever. Yeah. What do you think the biggest money makers are when you can sort of charge whatever you want for not whatever you want, but for like any item? Probably t-shirts. Yeah, just normal cotton t-shirts. Normal cotton. Like, I think shoes might be the bigger seller. Like, Oh, they're selling tank tops for 500 That's probably yeah, the biggest exactly that. Biggest margin you can get. Holy e- shit. Especially with, like, Balenciaga makes, like, normal cotton t-shirts. Yeah. Um, I think some brands make, like, normal t-shirts, but out of, like, materials that are really strange to sew. Yeah. And, like... Duble does that really well. Yeah. yeah. And that stuff, that stuff's not... Like I've I've talked to people who have tried to make Rick tank tops. Oh, like out you, of like the hyper sheer. You can buy the material from Mood. Yeah. And like I know people who've tried to recreate them and like given up completely because sewing it is impossible. Do you have to hand stitch it? Like how do you do it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but like the keeping the perfect tension on it while you like mm. put it through a sewing machine is not not really doable I and mean, you know they have machines that do this obviously but like it is interesting speaking of rick what did you think of the latest runway show it's a lot of items it's entirely items we've seen before sure in new materials yeah which is like you know it's cool but <laughs> it would be interesting to see something different i guess what was the last you liked? Uh, is it Fogashi or whatever? Fogashine? I really liked Strobe. What was that? 2019? That was the most recent one. Oh. Before okay, Edfu, which just happened. Okay. Um, was this, sorry, was this um, the resort or was this spring, I, summer? Can I confess something? Yeah. I don't really know how resort seasons work. I don't know either. I just thought it was an excuse to put out bathing suits. Yeah. So it's like, a, is it like, and then same with, like, pre-fall or whatever. They yeah. They do, like... Okay, here. Resort and pre-collections meet in fashion. Perfect. All right. Thank you, uh, Kim Dillon. Okay. Uh, okay. What the fuck? There's so much nonsense. Let's see. Resort. Resort, cruise, pre-spring, or holiday. They're monikers to the same thing. It's interchangeable fashion jargon to describe the same pre-collection that comes after fall-winter. And they've gone on sale, but before spring, summer have gone. I guess it's like a capsule thing. It's the same thing for pre-fall. Mm, see, so Rick doesn't do that. Okay. He does like, you know, just men's fall, winter, men's spring, summer, women's yeah, fall, yeah. winter, women's spring, summer. And then there's like a pre-collection that comes with everything, but it's like at the same time. And it's just like the clothes that are similar to the runway, but not as fucked up. Sure. Um, but no, this was just... I don't even know if it was spring, summer, or fall, winter. I don't keep up that well anymore. I don't either. I've fallen pretty hard out of the loop just because I've gotten very tired. Hmm. And I feel like as a normal person, it's interesting to look at the runways and I get my coverage from, like, Jose, who, like, filters it for me. Right. But all of that stuff is super unattainable. Yeah. You know what I Like... The amount of runway stuff that ends up 
being possibly consumable for somebody like me is very small. Oh, it's yeah. like on the off chance that like one or two things lands on ground. That's exactly And right. it's like the random shit from look 42 and it's like the belt. It's like, I don't want that. Like, yeah. Uh, I'll start looking at this season in like two years. Yeah. When I can actually like buy some of it. Yeah. Welcome to Pair of Kings, the fashion podcast with <laughs> very stale understanding of fashion. I, I wouldn't even say like a stale understanding. I just have no money. So I don't yeah, want to like too. put myself in a place where I'm like, I, I want this so badly. Manifesting a big boy job for you. Yeah. As am I. Somebody fucking, I don't even know. But also the type of big boy job that lets you like readily purchase runway things the second they come out is... Um, Far and away. Major key. No, uh, I have... There are kids at school who have left school. And, like, again, like, I, I hate to say it like this, but we all sort of got the same education, right? Like, yeah. at school for four years, yes, we did different things. Like, people were qualified in different ways. But there are kids at Yale who are leaving school and making minimum $400,000 out of college. And I'm not kidding. I know, like, three or four of these kids. One of them is completely unqualified. It's, like, his dad's friend's company. That was exactly what I was going to say. One of them is, I I don't know how to describe him other than like a workaholic. He works probably 19 hours a day, and that's not an exaggeration. Um, and the company pays him like $345,000 plus bonuses, but they had, to, <laughs> they had to force him to take time off because he was falling asleep at his desk. Um, and he didn't want to. He was like, no, like you... Cause, He's also apparently the only person who took the time to like understand uh, some sort of system that they were using, hmm. and so he's just like their go-to guy. And he was like, "No, like you guys will not get anything done, and everything will stagnate if I'm not here." And they're like, "Shut up! Like here's, I I don't want to talk about money too much, but it's just obscene the amount of like capital that they've flown to him." What the dog doing? Oh, exactly. That's the wrong button. Yeah, oh. but that works. Um, they gave him like. <laughs> Like $70,000. He flew out same day to, um, oh, fuck, somewhere in Switzerland and went helicopter skiing for like five days and flew two of his friends out with him. And I was just like, amounts of money, man. Like, realistically, like, no college student needs that much money. Yeah. I don't think, you know, like, $70,000 is like a really good yearly salary. That's probably. That's uh, so. I have a job now. It's two times what I'd be making after taxes, and then some. Yeah, it's fucked. It's it's mega fucked. He spent that in five days. That makes me sick. But okay, granted, <laughs> I I will never have a work ethic like that. So, but for the most part, I think you know all of your all of the people you know at Yale who graduated and got $400,000 jobs. I don't think they needed to go to Yale for those. I think they just needed to ask their parents. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. I mean, yeah, he like also I think sort of put himself in a situation where the company had to hire him. So I think he interned and then learned the software and like mm-hmm. realized that nobody else knew it. And then when he was like, yeah, like if you want to get anything done, you got to hire me. Um, and I was talking to him and I was like, cause he's in sort of the same field that I'm in, which makes all of this sting a little bit more. But, um, I was talking to him and I was like, Hey, would you refer me to like your team? Like, you know, trying to get my foot in the door. And he was like, I hate to say it like this, but you do not want this job. Like I'm fucking miserable. 
He has, like, no time to, like, see his friends. He has an apartment that he's, like, never in. But you also just said that he makes himself work these hours. I think he's made himself in a situation where he works these hours. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So. Got to get a job like that, but where you can coast under the radar. I think that's, I I think that's if most my remote work jobs. listening to this podcast, I do not do this. <laughs> there was a kid, another kid at Yale, who over the, the COVID year got, like, two or three jobs in coding. And was going on, I don't know what the website is, but you can like freelance out coding work. I, I'm just going to call it Substack. I know it's not Substack, but he was on a website like, I don't know, let's just uh, fucking Indeed and just contracting out all of his work that he was getting from the jobs and just banking like $30,000 from each of them. And so he'd just hang out. He got paid $90,000 a year to do no work. <laughs> And just show up to Zoom meetings once a week. It was genius. Kind of fucked, though, that the people he's paying to do this are getting so, like, undercut. He was giving them, like, 60-something thousand dollars a year. Yeah, but they could have been making 90. They didn't go to Yale, I guess. You know, like, I hate to say it, but he had the resume that said the fancy, funny school. Jesus. It's just so crazy. Like, all of this stuff is just so bizarre to me. Oh, my God. I don't know. I have so many rants about the job market post-graduation. Don't look forward to it, everybody. It's not fun, and you're not going to get the job you want unless you know somebody who works in that industry or get super lucky. Yeah. I spent three years working what I thought was the job I wanted. What was it? Uh, I was doing, like, spinal cord injury research. Were you pre-med? No, I was just... It was, like, it was academic research. Okay. Um, but did you want to do a PhD or go to med school? I thought about it for a really long time. Okay. Um, but I didn't, and then I got kind of disillusioned with academic research and realized it's not really what I want, and it also pays really poorly. Was it on the PhD track where they were like, okay? No, I, I. That was the other thing is like if you're in that field, then like you either leave that field or you get a phd yeah those are like there's no you, you can't yeah. like be a you don't be a lab tech for five years and just like that's your career yeah i mean i i know people who did that and then like switched over to like same lab but now doing like um administrative work yeah but I, there's not a lot of like expansion from there yeah um just unfortunately you gotta Gotta learn to code. Gotta take a fucking online. Gotta learn how to do R. Yeah, take a well. Yeah, take an online course in Python and then apply for a data analyst job literally anywhere and and coast. Yeah. Ugh, I'm just gonna start lying on my resume and say that I know R. And if I get accepted for a job, start just take crash lying. course. I will. <laughs> I will teach you some R. Okay. I don't know it. I've never used it. I'm pretty sure you. I'm pretty sure what you could teach me in like 15 minutes is more than probably the hiring manager knows. Yeah. Well, you a lot of the like data heavy places you will need to um, do like a live coding interview. <sighs> but those I, I don't know. Most of coding is googling. Yeah. Like knowing what to google. Like I know what this this code can do, but I don't remember if this letter is capital or if there's an underscore or like whatever. So you just <laughs> She needs to know how to Google the correct phrase <laughs> to write the correct code. Yeah, I think if I go back to grad school, I'm just going to take coding classes as well. Actual software programmers listening to me and just, like screaming right now. <laughs> Who is this fucking idiot? Oh, God. Back to fashion. 
Back to fat one. I don't know. I've just been in such a rut, and I feel like it's sort of like I don't feel like a lot of cool new stuff is coming out. There's like a group of like men's fashion who are just sort of sticking together, and they all just post the same thing. Hmm. What's that thing? I don't know. Like an example would be like Reese Cooper. I look. Uh, you're gonna have to stop name dropping on me. Okay. Reese Cooper. Yeah, like makes cool stuff, but I've just seen so much Reese Cooper coverage, and it's just like, all right, like there must be other people doing cool stuff. How do you spell Reese? R e e s e, I believe. Um, it's cool. I'm just like, I I don't know. I just feel like I see the same four things, and then oh, I log yeah. on to Grailed, and their their discover section is terrible. And then I go over to Depop, and their Discover section is terrible. And then I go to shop on, like, Essence, and nothing is on good enough sale where I really want it or can justify spending the money. And then I just, like, log off, and I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. I think it's very easy to get burned out right now, especially on, like, TikTok. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't feel as if I have the money or desire to participate and, like, keep buying things to try new things out. I just want my fun little, like, fishing pants, and, like, that's it. Yeah. I, I do think, honestly, some of the <laughs> some of the coolest outfits I see walking around New York are the people who are, like, clearly not fashion people. Yeah. I'd agree. Yeah. She's killing it. She's killing it. Yeah. <laughs> the, little, the little podcast fit watch window. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just... I don't know if it's because Instagram has not... Like, Instagram isn't the the medium for, like, finding fashion content, I feel like. And people aren't making it as quickly as they used to. Mm. And going over to TikTok, it seems like it's a lot. And maybe this is the same way on Instagram. But it's, like, people all are all getting seated the same thing. Yes. And so I'm just seeing, like, the same four items again and again and again. It's, like, I don't want to see... Wales Bonner, Adidas, Sambas anymore. Like, please. Getting seated the same thing or watching everyone else getting seated and buying it and pretending they did. <sighs> it's just, like, I, I can't, I, I can't, like, please. Like, I want more, like, cool thrifting videos. Like, this one kid, Wesley, makes mm. thrifting videos. He's like, I don't know, commentates yeah. them in a nice way. It's like finding unique stuff. It's just like, I can't, I can't do seating videos anymore. I can't, I can't. Yeah. Because it's easy to swipe past an Instagram story, but just, I don't know, I'm lazy and I'm lying in bed. It's like, I'm going to watch the 45-second video of somebody flexing something they got seated. It's just like, I'm just going to get upset. Can you explicitly tell when someone is doing, like, a seated video? Yes and no. So if they're doing, like, an ad read, they have to tag hashtag ad or it'll get shot down to the algorithm. Mm -hmm. But if it's just like, oh, new pickup, like, then no, they don't. I generally just assume if I'm on TikTok, any clothing that I see people presenting that isn't in like a cool, fun, genuine manner that's like, hey, look what I found today. Um, any Sorry, anything that's been released in the past year, I'm just assuming got yeah. seated to them. It's all propaganda. Your mind is being controlled. Your mind is being controlled by TikTok. Ugh. It makes you want to buy Wales Bond or Adidas. It doesn't. Yeah. I, it, oh my <laughs> it's God. It's not being controlled very well. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I can't buy any more shoes i can't buy any more pants as much as i want them i i i have like one fleece that i really want it's like a fishing one um i don't know i'm just i'm tired and i don't have money and i i just i don't know it feels bad sad episode i know i'm getting wait (laughs) (laughs) i'm just getting like disillusioned to fashion and i feel like it's 
I, I'm, I'm somewhat wondering if it's because I'm getting older. Maybe. And I, like, again, like, I come from, like, a fairly privileged background. And, like, if I was a kid and I was like, Mom, like, I need new pants, my mom would be like, okay, like, show me which ones you want. And I can, like, get them for you if they're not obscene. Right? Like, I don't know. I would go and get, like, um... Scab denim. <laughs> she would show her undercover scab denim for $3,000, and she'd be like, okay, Saul. No, it'd be like, I'd get, like, a, I don't know, like, a nicer pair of slacks or, like, a nice pair of jeans or, like, my mom would be like, oh, like, okay, you want this, like, vintage Lacoste sweater for, like, $90? Okay, like, I could do that for you or, like, you know, like, again, like, privileged background, but, like, something about being an adult and being like, okay, like, I'm fully grown. I don't need any new clothing. Hmm. And the clothing that I need is, like, a suit. It's just, like, it's so, like, I hate, 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 hate. Be I have to buy a suit probably for work. I have, like, yeah. one formal suit, but I'm not going to show up in, like, near black tie to a, you know, like, a desk yeah. job. Do you think you're going to have to wear a suit every day? I don't know. I don't know what the, the dress code is. It's probably, like, dark wash jeans and, like, a collared shirt. Have you, like, seen... Do you have a job lined up? Yeah. Have you seen people there? Like, no. You... Everybody in their in their email profile pictures wearing button-downs. Yeah, but that's because they were told that it was office picture day. That's fair. You will pro- I feel like most offices these days are, like, no, no rules. Mm. I don't change how I dress at any job. Yeah. So you could probably go full, like, just get out the 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 Tekken shirts. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I, I don't want to buy a suit. Like, if I have $400 to spend on something, I don't want it to be a suit. You also for sure don't need a suit. Yeah, that's true. You might need, like, chinos and a button-up. Oh, I fucking hate chinos. <laughs> the last pair of, like, chino-adjacent pants I had were, like, uh like sandy colored denim and i was like this is yeah. great like i can wear like selvage denim and then also just like have them but they were Did also you get those unbranded ones no oh i had those i loved them they were um studio d'artisan i really like them. oh you're you're cooler than me yeah but they were tapered and really skinny and i couldn't fit into them anymore the so... skinny tapered chinos with the white button down tucked in and they're really low rise so it's like there's all this like extra shirt like flooping out from your hips you mean that fit yep i love that i love midtown new york and it's just like I don't want to. I don't want to do that again. Like I, actually, <laughs> I, I don't like back. that. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do a Patagonia vest. If Yo. I show up to a Christmas party at any company and they're like, "All right, guys, time for Christmas gifts." Like, here's your vest. I'm like, they stop doing. That. I am forever changing the course of this company. I'm leaping out of a window. Is it Patagonia or North Face stopped doing corporate vests patagonia tried but they can still put in custom orders i think through like independent retailers so patagonia won't accept them but i know if you just buy you know 120 patagonia vests they're not going to stop you and then Mm. you can just take them to an embroidery place and do it it's like one extra step that they like make a you know in turn my company i don't know how they gave us hoodies that's cool but they got them from marine layer really yeah (laughs) which is like they're embroidered that's kind of cool. With the co- I had no idea, like, that's who they would pick. Somebody in Deadstock Report was trying to get their company to do Arcturx jackets. Yo. Which is kind of swaggy. Like, as far as, as far as, um... It beads. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But 
That would have been kind of I like as far as like corporate gifting, like yeah. Archer's jackets probably top tier. Like yeah. if you could get them to do it. <laughs> Guys, there are these things called Balenciaga trooper boots. Uh, Yo. <laughs> oh God, I don't know. I just I can't I can't dress like the dudes in Midtown. No. It's the blue blue button down or the uh, light pink one with the checks, and then the the navy the the gray navy. Uh, fleece zip up yep. in Patagonia, brown belt that's like a little bit too bright. Uh, either like whitish chinos or like those those sandy colored chinos that are tapered and like weirdly cropped. They have like athletic socks, and then either what are the shoes? It's Allbirds or it's um, fuck. I've actually seen a shocking number of Yeezys. Oh yeah. Lots of those. It's just like I can't I can't do that. The thing is you you don't have to and neither do they. You I can feel for like... sure do like an acceptable office outfit that is cooler than that and fits better. I think the problem is I don't so for those coworkers, I don't want to come off as either A trying too hard and like I'm nothing like I'm built different. Like fuck you guys. Like I'm not participating in this. Dude, fuck or you. I don't want to come across as like, like as the other. I want to fit in in the office. I don't want to be like a. I think if you go wacky enough, you go past. But that. I'm not wacky enough. Is yeah. The problem. So I also think you can do like, you could just like you could get a better cut of pants, that's like slim straight, and not I'm not. Like, I'm, ne- I'm never buying pants again that have slim in the title. Really? I can't. I can't. Uh, straight leg. Whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah. And, like, just, like, you could wear, like, that and, like, some boots and, like, a like a normal button-up shirt. What if I dress like a Depop girl? Like, big pants, little shirt? I was I was going to say, like, booty shorts, like, Jean-Paul Gaultier mesh top. Oh, I'm not up to hat. speed on the, the current Depop girl meta. <laughs> the meta. <laughs> New tier list just dropped. <laughs> no, I, I think... I mean, I think you'll probably find that you don't actually need... There's there's no way you'll need a suit. Yeah. Regardless. I think the only people who need suits now are, like, lawyers. So I, I want to tell you where I'm working, but I don't want... I, I don't want to, like, dox myself. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to turn the mics off. Hold on. Does that turn the mic off? We'll find out. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I'm working in, in, this, in City Hall. So, like, for the government. Here? No. In Boston. So okay. I'm fine saying where, but, like... Um, like it's it's a semi-official job, especially if I'm meeting with like. So you're probably you're probably like button-up shirt, uh, slacks, but you don't you don't need the jacket. Oh, I I won't do the jacket. No, but the problem is all of all of my jackets that I'd wear in the winter, like undercover puffer, like um fishing jacket. Like if I'm if I'm trying to stay warm around the office, I'm gonna look like a fucking clown. What undercover puffer do you have? The Clockwork Orange, the, the this one. I oh, love it. It looks super yeah. super okay. sick. But like a graphic print puffer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got the, the Neon Genesis Evangelion one. You're I in the wish. office with like light up <laughs> eyes. That would be sick. That would be super cool. I have the boots which are pretty cool. Um, the the ones from the runway? The Evangelion ones? Yeah. Um, Am I saying that incorrectly? Is it Evangelion? I don't, it's not. 
I, I always say it wrong. I just say NGE because the, the fans get really mad if you mispronounce it. Evangelion. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's just like... Evangelion. You're sitting at your desk. And they're like, hey, Saul, like, can we... Uh, <laughs> Can we get your uh, your opinion on something? You like pull off headphones and just like, yeah, guys, what do you need? Like, hold on, let me let me turn this off. You fucking stand up and you've got like the 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 shining eyes on the fucking puffer yeah. pulled over. It's like, yeah, what do you need? They're like, hey, we we're looking uh, for the progress reports. Or... Honestly, you just gotta dress like Shinji at work, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> just put my head in my hands. Um, yeah, honestly, that'd be kind of cool. But also, I think dress codes are, like, uh, there for you to test the limits. Mm. Like, yeah. they say a button-up shirt. They didn't say that it had to be um, a normal size and <laughs> not have a giant dragon on it. That's fair. You want to lend me that? I'll, I'll wear it to the first day of the office. You can tuck it in. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, I'll do the French tuck. Yeah. To look like I'm not trying too hard. Little, like, little like TikTok guy tuck. Yeah. I love I love the the TikTok guys that get invited to runway shows. It's it's my favorite like subgenre of like get ready with me because they're sent an outfit to wear. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, like I picked this out. Like this is just something I threw together. It's like, no, you didn't. Like, <laughs> shut up. Like, no, you didn't. <laughs> Be quiet. They probably have to say that, right? Yeah, I think so. God, selling out is so cool. It's so sick. <laughs> it's so dope. I want to sell out so badly. The first chance I can. Fuck it. I'm accepting a deal from like Heron Preston. I'm going to wear all of his shitty clothes. Uh, actually, some of the Heron Preston stuff coming out is like not too terrible, but most of it's Please pretty bad. Please sponsor us, Heron Preston. Yeah, literally. I can't, I can't piss off a future sponsor by shitting on him. Uh, <laughs> we'll edit that part out. Yeah. No, selling out is so fucking sick. It's so sick. I got sick. Become a corporate puppet. Don't have a single thought of your own. Yeah. <laughs> Let someone dress you. Let someone decide what you eat. <laughs> Go everywhere with a team of people telling you what to do. I wish I was six foot four, skinny. I wish I was abs. a little bit taller. Um, skinny abs, really bright blue eyes, like coiffed hair. Uh, parents have a three million dollar apartment in Midtown Manhattan that they like don't occupy because they live in like I don't know London. Would be would be nice. Must and be nice. Someone still wants to major key. Someone still wants to pay you more money. Yes. To wear shitty clothes. Yep. It's crazy. Selling out is so crazy. Um, I will say some of the craziest selling out was Avery Ginsburg. Oh yeah. He went and partnered with Lee, and they were like sustainable denim. But Lee has never been a sustainable denim. Maybe no. back in like 1955. <laughs> I don't actually know when you're supposed to use that one. I just like how it sounds. It's really funny. Like, if you punctuate a sentence with it, it makes any sentence, like, aggressively funnier. <laughs> We're terrible. We're really bad. Ugh. Um, yeah. The, the amount of, like... you imagine showing up? They're like, hey, Michael, um... Hey, we'd love those progress reports if you could have it on our desk by like 3 p.m. today. And you're like, oh, yeah, like whatever you want. I'll have that to you by 6. I've been working on that nonstop. <laughs> we need a faster soundboard. <laughs> I love how it's getting cropped now. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. The, there's a lot. I see a lot of like 
every every like every TikTok influencer wants to talk about like sustainability and like you know responsible purchasing until H&M sends them a oh, offer yeah. and then it's yep. like oh man $5,000 for one post yeah let's fucking go I still I'm I'm still waiting for somebody to accept the money and then just be like yeah these fuckers paid me like they suck here all their like unjust business practices yeah I don't think they'd pay you the money but like that'd be kind of sick though um that'd be based as shit based based on what Based on what? Um, oh God! Yeah. Who would you sell out to? If somebody approached anyone, you... <laughs> <laughs> I did get the only like very few. I don't get offers for that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I got one, which I think a lot of people got, which was this like fucking. This cereal brand, it's like caffeinated cereal. I saw a box of it in the trash earlier. Caffeinated cereal? It's caffeinated cereal. It's got this like bunny as a mascot. And like one of their selling points, they had the mascot DM me. And the mascot said like, I'm the first female cereal mascot. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) they're doing like identity politics cereal. Finally. We've reached the end game. (laughs) Finally, a female bunny is telling me to eat caffeinated corn products. Michael, yeah. time for your hydrogenated seed oils. <laughs> yes, female bunny mask. Yes, female bunny overlord. And there's like, yeah. And then like oh a little God. bit of oats mixed with sunflower oil. Yeah, literally. Oh my Fuck God. Yeah. Come get your corn byproduct. Corn byproduct. It's fucking. They. And they sent. They sent Wait. me. I, I think I was I was looking it was either um Raytheon or Blackstone made their their logo the the LGBTQ flag which is just so fucking backwards. Did you see the Marines one? No. Oh my god, the Marines <laughs> did a they did a helmet uh, like a <laughs> like a like a camo helmet with rainbow bullets tucked in the headband. <laughs> Major key. Official Marines Instagram. You're kidding. No, it's real. You're kidding. It's real. <laughs> the organization known for like undermining and undervaluing and not treating. <laughs> it said proud to serve. Stop. <laughs> and the funny thing, like the really funny They're literally part slaying their enemies? <laughs> is, no, the really funny part is that the comments, there's 30,000 comments on there. Most of them that I looked at are not about like this is fucked up you are the marines like you kill people yeah most of them are like oh they're letting queers in the military now <laughs> like most of them are like on the side of the military but just not when they're not when they've got rainbow bullets <laughs> so it almost made me glad that they in? did it that's crazy um there were some there was some post, I think a, an NFL player two years ago, I'm forgetting the name because I don't really follow the NFL, but he came out as gay, um, which I cannot imagine doing that in the NFL oh, of all God, places. No. And so there was the tweet and somebody just retweeted it and says, for my own mental health, I'm not going into the comment section. And then somebody made like a video just going in and the first one was just like homophobic slur. Yeah. A ton of retweets. 
Yeah. It's just like insane. Have you seen? I I know we're going like vaguely political or poli, uh, Jesus political. Have you seen the Proud Boys are showing up to like kill uh, children's like library book readings with like AR-15s? Why? They're like, oh, we're gonna like protect the kids, and like the parents there are like books? from people who are gonna shoot up libraries apparently. Oh God. And, like, the parents who are there are like, we feel uncomfortable. Please leave. They're like, no, but what if there's a threat? <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, God. Horton hears a, Horton hears a gunshot noise. Like, <laughs> Horton hears a firecracker goes off, go off, and accidentally causes a national incident. God, the U.S. is so fucked. Yeah. Things oh, my bad. God. Yeah, I just got a. I set my I last night right before I went to sleep. Is your background where the wild things are? Yeah, of course. That's a great background. Yeah, it's cute. Nice. Um, last night before I went to sleep, I set my phone uh, to alert my friends whenever I'm at the Supreme store. Is that like location services? Yeah, so like if you have your location shared with people, you can set your phone to alert them when you get to certain addresses. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. And I just, I, wa- I went for a walk this morning to get coffee and didn't realize that I was walking past the Supreme <laughs> store. So they just texted me and said, hey, how was the Supreme store? So they're going to know Wait, every the, single Wait, the old time. one or the, uh, the new one? No, the one, in, the one that used okay, to be yeah, Total yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Rest in peace, Total Kyle. What did they sell there? I knew the name, but I never it was, went in. It was like a lot of the like avant-garde designers, um... Like, they had a, a really big Margiela collection. Okay. Um, a lot of Rick, um, Comb. Like, you know, some, like, pretty pretty regular cool brands. Rest in peace to the New York City opening ceremony. Yeah. They had such good deals. Come sale season. Excuse me. Come sale season. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame. Um... Totokayo used to be, like, the coolest. Like, I don't think Supreme use, uses the extent of that building. Because Toto, it, it's an old bank. Yeah. And Totokayo used to have a little bit on the first floor, which is all Supreme uses right now because they just need, like, a rack for T-shirts and a sculpture in the middle. Um, and you go down... You go downstairs. Oh. Which, for Supreme, is now, like, their, like, back stock or whatever. And there's a bank vault. And that was where they kept all the shoes That's like, cool. through a giant bank door. And then there was a, there was like a section there that was just entirely all their Margiela stuff, and it had like little tabby cutouts littered all over the floor, and like a weird chair hanging from the ceiling. Damn, it used to be really cool. It was like the same vibe as um, Dover Street, sure, where it's like segmented off by brand, and there's like, like a weird, like kind of kooky architecture going on i still don't know who shops in dover street market it's always like like really rich dudes and their girlfriends walking around but i never see them buy anything yeah i don't mm. i see people i've seen people buying jewelry on the first floor for sure the jewelry is so expensive yeah that's where the joke with john bruce bingus comes from because i was there i was there looking for jewelry for my little sister and i was like hey like do you have any Earrings, they're like, oh, like, do you have a price range? And I told them, like, I don't know, like, under $300. They're like, yeah, we have nothing. And I was like... Under 300 It was something, something ridiculous. Maybe I said 200 But then 
I was like, oh, like these are nice. Like how much are these? They're like seventeen thousand dollars. I was like, I I'm gonna leave. Like, I mean, a lot of it's like diamonds and shit, right? Yeah, I mean, like it's nice jewelry, but you're also like also paying for whatever the designer's yeah. name is. Um, I think yeah. jewelry is one of those things that like jewelry is really hard to find because it's either like bullshit dropship stuff Mm -hmm. or it's like overpriced for what it is yeah and there's not a lot of good like interesting design but like fairly valued i feel like stuff yeah yeah i feel like the the new thing that people are getting that fills that gap are like grills or like tooth caps Mm, yeah which are cool um i don't know if i could pull one off but it seems like it's a decent blend of like decent materials and something cool. And there's a lot of people around here who will make them. Yeah. And like, I I think that that's the key to getting like interesting jewelry that is not uh, immediately like that is not drop shipped. Um, and it's by like finding like people's Instagrams and shit. I want jewelry. tooth caps for my front four teeth mm. that are black. So it looks like I have no four front teeth. So you look like a hockey player. Yeah, and then one in the middle, like one like white gold in the center that looks like I have just one buck tooth straight in the middle of my mouth. That's the goal. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Or I want the riff raff. Have you seen the riff raff like the chompers? Sh- yeah, the fangs. Those are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> my main goal. What happened to riff raff? I think people got mad at him for like DMing underage kids or whatever. Actually? Oh yeah. Oh no. The usual. You couldn't tell just by looking at that guy. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, yep. Sexual assault. Oh, okay. Worse. Fuck Riff Raff. Yeah. Um, what's been really interesting to me is it happens quite a bit. The, the fashion predator cycle of avoidance, I, I've now dubbed it, which is commit a heinous act, deactivate Instagram, go radio silent for like say minimum of one month, maximum of three, restore account and go private, stay quiet for another three months, slowly start posting, ignore the the incident altogether, and then within like nine months, just go back to whatever you were doing before. That sounds like somebody we know. It sounds like multiple people I know of. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. What happened with Alexander Wang, uh, there was no public apology. Happened with like two or three people who will not be named because I don't even care enough to name them. But like, it happens with shocking regularity. Yeah. People are quick to forget. Yeah. They're really quick to forget, especially because I I just don't understand. Like, Alexander Wang is now making clothes, and people who he committed sex crimes against are buying the clothes again. Yeah. Dolce & Gabbana as well. Like, how? He doubled down, too. Hmm. Stefano Gabbana is, like, more than doubled down. He, like, quadrupled down. Yeah. Cancel culture does not exist. It just doesn't make sense. Stay angry. I just... Ugh. Like, not that I think that there's, I don't know what the solution is. Just don't support people who do this. It's true. Ugh. The worst are contrarians. It's like, well, you don't know their side of the story. It's like they assaulted somebody. Like, what is their side of the story? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm going to get away from this now. Oh, goodness me. You have any fun pickups outside of the stuff that you got at the sale? I. (laughs) What an insane pivot. I haven't been buying clothes that much, I don't think. Okay. Um, Is there I, anything that you're actively looking for? I don't, see, I feel like I own kind of like everything I want. Mm-hmm. And now I'm looking at stuff, but I have, it's not like I, it's, I don't need more clothes. Yeah. 
And I am very much like, um, very much like, if something like appears in my line of sight and is really cheap, I will buy it. Yeah. But I did, I just bought um, off of like Ukes because they were there for really cheap. I bought some raw denim, from, some Rick raw denim. It's not a cut I'm particularly like stoked on. And they're really long and like drop crotch. And the drop crotch is weird on raw denim. Drop crotch on raw denim? Yeah. They're like not, they're either, you can wear them sort of high-waisted or they're, they're like. What's the inseam? Long. Okay. They okay. stack huge. And what? I, I think the solution is that I look up, um, I mean, I can show them to you. It's right around the corner. Um, collapse jeans. They look good on like the runway models. There's a way oh, yeah. to wear them that's good. Okay. Um, I might cut them Just into. Keep cuffing them. <laughs> I might cut them into crops. Really? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Because they, they look good like that. Cut them into jorts. <laughs> well, the other thing is, have you seen that denim skirt that I wear all the time? Yeah. That's like cut open. Yeah. It's like jeans that. Oh, cut. those drop crotch jeans. You just cut the bottom off. Well, no. So those, that's a that's a ready made Rick pattern. Yeah. But that is collapsed jeans. Wait, I'm sorry. So you, the, I bought the skirt like a skirt. Okay. That came as a skirt. It's from yeah. Sisyphus. It's like a runway piece, but it's just the collapsed jeans cut. Oh, I see what you mean. So okay. I could just make one of those skirts out yeah. of these jeans. Would you make another skirt and then have it longer so you could layer? I don't know why you'd layer denim skirts, especially in like it's just one of them's like a light blue. Okay. Like a dirty light blue, and I want a black one. Okay. And also having a raw denim skirt sounds kind of funny. Yeah. But I might also just return them. I have decision paralysis because I don't know whether to like keep them, crop them, turn them into a skirt. And I, I can't pick one, and so I might just like get rid of them. Mm. Yeah. Have you bought anything, or have you been too busy traveling? And I've been too busy moving? worrying about not having any money. Yeah. I got like buying paralysis where I was like, I would have bought that fleece, but I don't think anybody in their right mind would have not. I went into the the real real store in where my mom is, um, and there are a pair of like pretty cool Balenciaga cargos. Like, didn't look like anything special, but I like the way that they fit. Whatever. And I was standing there like trying to get myself to like purchase them because it was like I want to buy something. And I I don't know like I went up and they're like all right like these are you know two hundred dollars and I was like are there any discounts and they're like oh you can make a new account for twenty dollars and I was like okay like maybe I'll do that and like all right it's one eighty and I was like are there any other discounts and they were like no I was like could you use your employee discount for me and they're like they don't have an employee discount do they, no, they you they, asked someone to use their employee discount? I don't give a shit and they were like no and I was like. Oh, is there any lower of a price you could do? And they're like, we're not bartering for these. And I was like, okay. And I just like walked back and like put them away. I was like, okay. Like, I don't know. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. I, I don't know. I'm just like bummed out, stressed about money, which is like the worst thing to be stressed out about yeah. in the world. You'll be jobbed up. Yeah, but I want to be like, I don't want to be, like, flush with cash. Like, I don't want to sound, like, greedy, but, like, I do want to have disposable income that I can, like, yeah. use to participate in things I enjoy. Yeah. It's not easy fresh out of college unless your dad's friend owns a 
like diamond mine or whatever it is. <laughs> I feel bad. So I don't talk to my dad, but my brother was looking for a job in finance and my dad works in finance. My dad refused to help him. Well, I see why you don't talk to him, I guess. Yeah, he's just like a shit. He was just like, I, I, I don't know. Like, my dad is this weird, like, like bootstrap motherfucker where he's oh, like, no. I had to do it on my own, so you have to as well. And it's like, like no, no, you don't. Like, you have a friend that works at the company that my, like, my little brother is trying to get a job at. Just, like, let him talk to him. It's not like you're, you're nepotism hiring your son. It's like, yeah. you know make it incrementally easier. And then my brother got a job at the company and my dad was like, great job. Like, way to pull yourself up from your, from your bootstraps. It's like, shut up. Like, like he got the, like my brother's a very smart kid, but like you could have made this incrementally easier and like taken stress off your kid. And like, you know, just like, don't be a dickhead. I don't know. We are getting into all the worst topics on this yeah. podcast. This is why we do questions. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise we just get sad. <laughs> I did want to put the uh, the DJ Khaled, uh, not we the best, but we depressed. <laughs> Is that a soundbite? I think someone made it. Okay. Or at least it's Ugh. it's a tweet. Yeah. It's a fashion podcast from two dudes who are like haven't bought anything or like disillusioned right now. Oh, I just now. bought a ton of stuff. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm also... Those those derbies that you got the light up ones are crazy. Yeah, they're so uncomfortable. They feel like are shit. they really? Well. There, have you seen? You saw how solid they were. They don't <laughs> That's bend. That's crazy. And I don't think they will bend. I'm pretty sure they're like, they've got like a something real, like a plate, like of a some plate, sort yeah. In them because if they bent, then they would probably break. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it's the. Do you have to ch- charge them? Yeah. Ho- hold up, bro. I'm charging my shoes. I'll be out in a minute. <laughs> do you really have to? Yeah. You plug them in through the heel. Is it USB C? It's no, it's they're a little older than that. It's like micro USB. <laughs> you get the old like uh, iPhone charger, the fat fucking iPhone four. <laughs> um, it's really annoying to it's because it's directional, Ugh. and I can't like it's like just under the heel, and then there, there's a button that so only one of them lights up. What? Only the right one lights up. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why wouldn't they just do both? I don't know. Because that would be, I don't know, because then you'd have to charge too, and I don't know. Just, that's how it works. Um, everyone expects it to be both. Yeah, I mean, that's logically... And then there's like, so there's a, it's like the, this part of the heel, like the, the front of the heel has a yeah. charging port, and then right here has a button. Okay. And it, you like, you can make it, I, I leave it on rainbow, but you can change colors and shit. Can you like mod it to play Doom? Playing Doom on a Balenciaga LED shoe. Is it an L like is is it an LED like interface or is it just like a like a color changing? Just a color changing. If you look at the the like sole of the shoe, you can I don't know how they did it. This shit's crazy. You can see like the outline of what is going to light up. Oh really? I'll show you. Okay. Um, That's pretty jeez, sick. They're really slick because they're dress shoes. Yeah. They're like leather sole dress shoes. Oh. And so <laughs> I remember the first time I walked in leather sole dress shoes. I like, ate shit. You like kind of penguin waddle. Oh no! Like I, I was, I took like such a confident first step, like planted my heel and, and they, then like pulled forward and just straight forward. Yeah, which like is especially a problem when they're built like a two by four. Yeah, because then you just kind of like <laughs> flip flop yourself all over the place. And, yeah. Uh, 
I want to get them vibramped, but I'm scared to bring them to anyone in case they like. Because a lot of the times when they vibram, oh, they, they like drill. sand the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'd like fuck up the lights. No, I mean you can just tell them what's going on in it, right? Yeah, I'm just scared. You're gonna get like an old like Russian dude who's like, no. I do have an old Eastern European cobbler, but he's incredible. Is he Jewish? I don't know. It's a bit anti-Semitic. No, I just <laughs> it's the like Fiddler on the Roof. There's like a cobbler in the. I'm not in Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> I'm in a podcasting studio in the Lower East Side. Fit, fit Pickler on the roof? Fit Pickler. <laughs> no. Fit Pickler. I pickled my fits. Because they're old. I would have probably make that. Although I had to cancel my fucking Photoshop subscription because I'm fucking poor. Get GIMP. I'm not getting GIMP. I'm going to go pirate Photoshop. Okay. Why not get GIMP? GIMP sucks. Does it? Have you ever tried to like make a circle on GIMP? Yeah, the controls are kind of weird. They suck. Yeah. They're really bad. I don't know. Ugh. I got I got Photoshop free through my my school and like yeah, the day after graduation it was like you fuck you. You went to the license. It was oh my god, it was that gym membership. I went uh 2 days after graduation. I was like, "Hey, like just coming in to play some basketball." And a guy like chased me down. I was like, "You can't be in here." I was like, "I just grad like I could go get you my diploma. Yeah. He was like, no, your membership's done. I was like... And then the same day, they're going to call you and be like, hey, we noticed you graduated. This is the Alumni Association. Yep. Yale, we have billions of dollars. Would you like to donate some money? I could go on a rant right now about how Yale is a parasite on the New Haven community. It was actually really yeah, fucking funny. The, the mayor of New Haven like wrote this very... It was like very well-worded. Shout out Justin Ehrlicher. Um Wrote this like op-ed to the uh, to to Yale from the city of of New Haven that was like, listen, like you haven't paid taxes since like 1850. You've never paid taxes to the city of New Haven. Like it's destroying our communities. Our schools are failing. Like our social security programs are really bad. Like homelessness is way up. Like um, we're not asking you to like pay any taxes like backwards, but like would you consider? And we would strongly appreciate if you would make either a voluntary contribution in place of your taxes that is a higher amount or just pay taxes and the president of yale wrote back the equivalent of like no and then like the heart emoji and like that was that yeah they have like a like a huge like they're allowed to keep like some I, there's weird like bureaucracy and like technically like a church yeah they're allowed to keep like a like a a vault of money essentially that grows each year there were kids that broke in so they built like um like a vault of like cool old yale stuff in the basement of the new buildings called the schwartzman center and kids broke in and like stole like a bejeweled staff why does yale have a bejeweled staff for graduation like the the scepter that like the dude anoints people with you get anointed at graduation no no no. like uh I, i don't know what the fucking word is but like they carry like this big like jewel staff oh fuck this man yeah and then they employ, like, their own proprietary police force to, like, toss homeless people out of Yale's campus. Classic. Go Yale. <laughs> bula bula. Bula bula? That's, yeah. Why do we keep getting into the fucked up topics? What I don't is up know. With today? I, I really don't know. I really don't know. All right. Let's close it out with something positive. What's, what's a positive topic?
Jesus Christ, our mascot is so fucking ugly. Have I shown you the eldritch horror that is our, our mascot, Handsome Dan? Handsome Dan. He's so fucking ugly. He's also an asshole. Fuck Kingman. I hate that dog. The one before him was so chill. His name was Walter. He Wait, was really cool. Wait, did they cool. just get a new dog yeah. named Handsome Dan, but also with a real name? Yeah, so it's like a moniker. Like you, it's like a... You guys have a live mascot. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm surprised Harvard hasn't tried to steal him. Oh, that would be sick. Because the handler's like, I don't mean to rip on her, but like, not going to put up a fight. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> like, you just get like two, three kids on the football team to just like run past and like grab them. Dog's also dumb as shit and an asshole. Like, I'm sure she'd be happy Thoroughly if he was gone. Inbred. Oh my God, yeah. He's also just ugly. Like, yeah. God, I hate that dog. He's an <laughs> asshole to Leo. And then like, I was walking by and the owner of Handsome Dan was like, oh, like, would you move your dog like it's upsetting Kingman? I'm like, no. Like, I'm walking my dog. Like, fuck you. I was also across, like, a quad. Like, they were taking graduation pictures with him, and I was walking by. That's and up. Kingman saw Leo and started going berserk. And she calls out. She's like, can you get your dog out of here? It's like, I'm, I'm walking. Like, yes. It's just like, I don't know. I fucking hate Kingman. That dog sucks. Shitty ass mascot. It's a bad mascot. It really yeah, is. That's weird. Ugh. What's uh? All right. What song are we putting on the playlist? Ooh. Okay. Uh. Let's see. Um. Song of the week. And will mine actually get put on there? This yeah, time? I forgot. Um. I've been listening to a lot of Babytron. Okay. Hell yeah. Which is like weird because I thought he was kind of a meme, and then the more I listened to him, the more I'm like. Damn, like... I might be matching you a little bit. Kind of good. Um, I will go with uh, Eurostepper by Babytron, um, which I, I still don't know how to feel about Babytron just in general because I don't know if I actually like what I'm listening to or if I'm just like, damn, these beats are really good. I don't know, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> Hate to say it. He's, he's uh, XXL freshman list. Is he really? Saucy Santana, too. Yeah. Dude, so I'm sick. so excited for Saucy Santana's freestyle. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I want to get Saucy Santana on the podcast so badly. I can tell I'm out of touch because I didn't recognize a lot of the names on the freshman list. Did, is the full list out? Yeah. Okay, hold on. <laughs> also, <laughs> who the fuck is Hutch? Baby Shards are always talking about being hutched up. What the fuck is Hutch? My song to match yours is, uh, and I think he should be on the freshman list, is Poppin' by Yeet. That's, is he not? I don't think he is. That's tough. I love when he says, <laughs> It sounds like a Muppet. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> oh my god. Who do you think's done more damage to the, the fashion side, guys? Yeet with the the like the shawls or uh, Pooh Shiesty with the shiesties? Uh Yeet for sure. Okay. Mostly because, like, all of Yeats fans are, like, Midwestern white boys. <laughs> who the fuck are these people? Exactly. Nardo Wick, Dochi, who I only know one song, Sofago, fine. Babyface Ray, I don't know who that is. Callie, I don't know who that is. Cake, Casey, 
Kochi's, Big 30. Who are these people? Ken the Man, Big Scar, Saucy Santana, Goat. Wait, Babytron had to win a 10th spot? What? What? So there's there's like an audience voting um, on the, the freshman list where the fans vote somebody in. And Babytron wasn't on it, but Saucy Santana got put on the list without a fan vote. Weird. So Babytron, like, got fan voted in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Today's podcast music playlist theme is uh, borderline ironic white rappers <laughs> who have ruined the fashion scene. Yeah. Yo, Yeet loves wearing, like, Rick Memphis jeans with gigantic Balenciaga sneakers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, a puffer no matter what. Yeah. It's the ATLian fit. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Saucy Santana. I'm so excited for Saucy Santana's freestyle. Yeah. I'm going to be playing that, like, the, what was it, the 2016 Cypher with Lil Uzi, Denzel oh, Curry. Oh, yeah, that one was good. It was really good. Yeah. Ugh. I remember people hated it when it first came out, too. That was probably the last freshman list where I was uh, in touch. <laughs> I think that's the last one anybody really paid attention to. Because the one that, like, uh, XXXTentacion came out, it was just all the memes about him, like, crouching down. You've never seen... Okay, so I'm going to pull it up on my phone and also play it so people can, like, sort of hear what we're talking about. But at the end of his freestyle... Um, or, I just don't know how to describe it. Hold on. Um, or, sorry, at the end of his cypher, he, like, leans down and just, like, starts... I don't know how to describe it. Just this weird-ass fucking, like... And if the world ever has an apocalypse, I will kill all you fuck... It's just like, what are you talking... Hold on, it's a hotel.com ad. No, no free airtime for fucking YouTube Premium. Um, this, uh, this podcast was brought to you by Hotels.com. Okay, so hold on. He like, hold on. So it's Made in TYO, Ugly God, who, where did he go? And then here, all right. So he walks forward in a fucking revenge hoodie, leans down, and then just spits this out. Cut the beat, too. Oh, fuck your religion, your pastor, fuck kids, and got sent to a prison in PC. I seen the devil, he's in you with me, you and he's saving to listen to this. See, did he ask him to turn the beat off? I assume so. I have like little to no, like, I, <laughs> the, the, the rear view vision on XXX has been insane. Like, people forgot that he, I believe he sexually assaulted a woman with a fireplace poker. Oh, yeah, no, it, it's horrible. I really don't <laughs> want to go into this. We've already had so many horrible it's just things. Ridiculous. Uh, but, like, LLJ is getting posted on, like, my Instagram time. Long yeah. live jaw. Like, yeah, people love that shit. But they were always like that. The people, for some reason, he's he's escaped everything. So, like, I wonder if we have it. What's the overlap? Deactivated his Instagram. <laughs> What's the overlap between uh, XXX tentacle porn fans and Pair of Kings? Oh, I think very little. Okay, hope so. I mean, there there are definitely people who still have look at me on their their like playlists, but I think that like the V loan wearing like, I I think we have very few. Maybe on like the Instagram just for the memes. Yeah. Yeah, but not not like listening to the pod. I think cool. Not making it through all hour and a half. Okay, who these. would you take in a fight? We'll have three XXX fans. Random sampling of all of his like diehard fans. Yeah, three Yeet fans, three Babytron fans, and three Jack Harlow fans. Oh Jesus, <laughs> Kevin from Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Shout out. Is was it Kevin from Nebraska? It, it was yeah, it might or have been. Arkansas. Yeah, so we've got we've got like Tyler from oh, South yeah, Florida. Right. We've got Brandon from Ohio, the Yeet fan. Who am I fight? Like who am I choosing to fight? Let's at first battle royale. So they're all like going in against each other in teams of three. And then who would you rather take one on one? I hate to say it, I think well, so I think I think Yeet fans might be out first. Okay. Uh, Babytron fans might have this one. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. The only problem with X fans is I feel like they are voted most likely to be like carrying some sort of weapon on their body. Yes. I could see an XXX fan like keistering a shiv for this fight. Keistering a shiv. Oh, wait. <laughs> what is that? Um, Discord code. If you'd like to join the Discord, uh, message me on the Pair of Kings podcast page, which of these three, or four, excuse me, fan base do you think would win in the Battle Royale? Provide some sort of justification would be great, but just, I don't know, either the Yeet, Babytron, uh, XXX fan, or Jack Harlow fans. Just let me know. I am curious. Where was the... Because you got a DM from an actual... Uh... It's Tyler from Nebraska. Tyler from Nebraska. Yeah. Shout out Tyler from Nebraska. <laughs> That was kind of sick. That is my favorite. That is the Pair of Kings Listener of the Week. <laughs> listener of the Week. Who the fuck are these XXL freshmen? I don't know. Nardo Wick. I'm putting on a Nardo Wick song. I gotta know it. I gotta know what he sound like. You know what I learned the other day that's crazy to me is that uh, NBA Youngboy has like the most YouTube streams ever across all of his work. I, I sorry, I don't want to call it work as if it's like artistic. Hey. Holy shit, wait, Nardo Wick's actually got like some some big songs. Oh I've heard of Nardo yeah, Nardo Wick I think I've heard of. I've never heard of I, I know this song. This is a good song. Nardo Wick's been featured on something. He's a G Herbo Lil Dirk and 21 Savage song. That's crazy. Good for Nardo Wick. All right. Ugh. I don't know. I need somebody to create a cool outdoor brand that isn't cringe and isn't Arcturix that I can use for fishing, has a lot of pockets, has cool cuts, and is price affordable, or you will just give it to me. Um, and I need that, like, yesterday. That's the that's the request. Yep. If you want to join the podcast, send... Uh... Join the podcast. Or I meant join the <laughs> Discord. I'm not handing out spots to the podcast. Anyways. That's that. Yeah. I thought you were going to the soundboard. Um, do we have anything else to do before we close up the podcast? It's just been so long. I feel way out of out of whack. Um, no. Question, song of the week. <laughs> And that's that. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. Uh, don't forget to join the Discord if you'd like. Message us the name of a uh, or which which fan base you think would win in the battle royale. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Pair of Kings Pod, Twitter at Pair of Kings Pod, TikTok at Pair of Kings Pod, and you can email us for any business per, uh, like purposes at Pair of Kings Pod at gmail.com. <laughs> As always, everybody, I'm Saul. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. Joined this week by my wonderful co-host. I'm Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at at underscore Smithstagram. What the dog doing?
Oh my god, and together we do the Pair of Kings podcast for once a once a week. Every for the foreseeable future we bring you business as usual. <laughs> Tom Fuller's plan. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next Thursday. Bruh.